Welcome to That Might Be Cool, the only podcast on the internet. I am Jason Hammonds. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> Have you been saying that the whole time? No. Okay. <laughs> what? It's the only podcast on the internet. Oh. <laughs> cool. Um, I am Chase Anderson. And joining us this week uh, for the third time, uh, returning champion Scott Corelli. Welcome to the show. <laughs> I'm honored to be on the only podcast on the internet. <laughs> I thought one. I had a podcast network, nope. I, but I don't, I you guess. Don't. <laughs> you don't have fascinating. one. It's a retcon. Uh, it's a retcon. <laughs> I retconned all podcasts out of existence. Oh, man. It's, uh, I use the reality stone. Um Anyway, uh, today we are talking about the uh, the most mystical of the uh, of the Infinity Saga, the the introduction into the weird and wondrous, mysterious, uh, crazy world of the of the of the dark arts. And what is it? The is it the mystic arts? I don't want to use the arts. word mystic again. Yeah, mystic I've already arts. used the words mystic. A Trippy. Bunch. The the fun crazy Steve Ditko, oh Steve Ditko is so high on stuff when he made this character man. No, he wasn't. But it's it's a fun little character. It's the Mystic World of Doctor Strange. Strange. You think you know how the world works? What if I told you the reality you know is one of many? This doesn't make any sense. Not everything does. Not everything has to. Oh, oh, it's magic. (laughs) You know. Great voice, I know. Thank you. No, you have a beautiful voice, Chase. You're an angel. Uh, Doctor Strange. What what's 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 the deal with this? What's this guy? What's the deal with Doctor Strange? What's uh, this guy all about? I I so the, for a lot of people, like I get I get why this is middling for a lot of people, and it yeah. was, there was that whole thing with like the whitewashing, which wasn't really whitewashing. Um, it was a misuse of the term. Yeah. Like it was. Uh, the, the, the 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 comic might, might it had the problem, you know, For sure. um, and they definitely had an opportunity to fix it and and, you know, maybe cast somebody who wasn't a white guy. But like also I get. I, I get all I get. Yeah. What they well, because it's like it's because it's yeah. there's, there's so many factors of it. Like, do yeah. you want to cast a, a, a guy from Tibet right. for a film that needs to play in China? Right. Because that that is a whole can of right. worms. Also, do you want to cast and like try and like do you want to try and bring back this character that was in and of himself like a racial stereotype? Right. You know, like, and so I, I can understand them trying to avoid it. Right. Uh, it's an interesting aspect. It is. Um, but so that aside, I know that 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 rubbed people a lot or the wrong way yeah. um, at the time. Uh, and then the movie came out, and a lot of people were like, "Eh, whatever." Yeah. Um, that, that's the thing. It feels like. There, no matter what they did with the ancient one, if, right. if they were going to involve the ancient one, yeah. there was going to be something inherently wrong with it. Uh-huh. And this is just the thing that happens to be inherently. Wrong I, with I think it. the only the only thing that they could have done was cast uh, an Asian guy and just put him in a suit and tie, like sure. literally just totally like break the whole mysticism char- part of the character yeah. and just like play it very very straight and just like sure. yeah I'm just a guy yeah. like whatever yeah I know how to do this weird stuff. 
Look, <laughs> and then do, 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 do does the, the does the crazy yeah do, does the crazy uh, yeah the the soul shot whatever the soul whatever that's called soul push whatever. soul push the soul push yeah. I, I think Starring that kind of heavens I think that kind of takes away from like the whole he gets there and he thinks it's uh, what are you laughing at I, just, I thought of the dumbest joke about soul push and the movie push and Chris Evans anyway go ahead it crossed my mind as well yeah yeah <laughs> just a very dumb joke but go ahead okay I love dumb <laughs> joke, jokes but okay I guess I won't hear it no um, I forgot what I was talking about dude it's a joke I don't want to put my name to anyway uh uh you were talking about dr strange the movie from that take, that and... oh yeah because away. he, he yeah. gets to that this is his last you know bet and he thinks that he's gonna come here and heal his hands finally yeah sure. and uh it it turns out to be nothing professional it's like right. uh they're all in robes and like it's all mystical and uh the power of belief right so if he, if he would have shown up and the guy was in a suit that would have changed that whole interaction between him going being like, oh, I hey, you're it, a doctor. You're wearing a suit. What's going on here? I, I think it would have made him more skeptical if a guy in a suit was talking about like mysticism and stuff. Because then it would have been like, it would be like, what is this Scientology? Like what? That could what? have been a great joke. Yeah, like what? But, uh, what is this? Like this yeah. isn't real. Is this a cult? Yeah, is this a cult? Like, are you fake? Are you just like a guy who does this? Like yeah. whatever. I, um, I can see that, but yeah. like, uh, I, there's a way you could have played it, but. Um, regardless, yeah. Uh, what? That aside, <laughs> um, a lot of people are middling, are very middling on this movie, myself um, included. Yeah, I, I didn't mind. Yeah, well, that's the I, thing. I didn't mind this movie. No, but... like the whole thing. Like, uh... oh no, I, I just mean on the movie overall. Like, I think that's what we're talking about. Yeah, is being middling on on the entire movie. On oh, the entire movie, I thought yeah. we were still talking about the ancient. One. No, oh, I mean because no. that's the thing. We're not the people who it really matters if we mind uh, right. what the representation. of Well, the I didn't even a second thought to it. Like I knew that they had well, changed yeah, it to of course you a female. Yeah. And uh, that's the thing, though. That that's the thing about it is that we are the demographic that's most unaffected by it. So of right. course we didn't really think about it. Much. Right. Yeah. I mean, if it was uh, Asian, I wouldn't have cared. But yeah, like uh, yeah, I guess. The Tibetan China, they're showing this in China. I didn't even think of stuff like that. Yeah. So, and it was a convoluted issue, and they they thought about it a lot. But, uh, yeah. So th- this movie, it is kind of a. To me, this movie is almost like what if Green Lantern, but magic. Oh wow! Green Lantern. Yeah, not not the movie Green Lantern. I just mean the story of yeah. Green Lantern of, of Hal Jordan yourself. and stuff. Because it feels it feels like mm. at least other than the like you know ego check whatever thing like the whole his his kind of relationship with. With um, Mordo, uh, as well as yeah. um, what's it called, uh, uh, the Dormammu. It yeah. feels like the Dormammu and Mordo thing is very parallax sinestro, mm. um, and it feels like, like especially watching them sort of work together and stuff like that. It's 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 it draws a lot of parallels to me. And when I saw this movie, I was like, oh, this is what a Green Lantern movie could have been. That makes sense. I can see where you're coming from with that. Yeah, especially um, like the last little tease there with Mordo. Like, it, yeah. it felt super sinestro. Well, I want to, I want to talk about that for in sure. a while, but because um, I've got a controversial thing to say. About oh boy! That scene. Ooh. Um, I, I am, uh, I'm a, I'm actually a, a fan of this movie. Like, I actually quite like it. Mm. It's, it's, it's in like the, you know, like the, the upper echelon of the middle yeah. for me. Um, and I, and I think it's just. Yes, it's sort of a structure that we've seen a lot, but yeah. like I think it's done exceptionally well. Um, like I don't, I don't think that there's there's anything in this movie that feels like a missed opportunity, yeah. or or like uh, like a bad story choice, mm-hmm. or everything is like very sh- well done. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, it's uh, all, it's Rachel all McAdams not aside. Yeah. That's probably the weakest missed the most missed opportunity would probably be her. Yeah, when you cast Rachel McAdams, you better have you, something for her. To have do. something for her to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
But like, I think that it's 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 very well written. I yeah. think that it has really interesting action scenes mm-hmm. that we haven't seen before. Especially like a lot of people talk about like um, the the chase sequence on the buildings yes. or whatever um, as like a big thing. But it's 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 different. But it also has uh, similarities to uh, Inception, mm-hmm. right? But for me, it's the third act, like time fight that they yep. have that I'm like, I've literally never seen anything like this I, before. I really like that. Scene. I love people. That scene. A lot of people really feel that scene is anticlimactic. And that was the one moment in this That's movie. Right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that was the one moment in for me in this movie. And it, it kind of ties into my opinions on Iron Man three, but that's the one moment in this movie where I go, oh, I didn't expect that. Like, yeah. You did something that I was not at all prepared for. Yeah. And that's awesome. And I'm very surprised. And it's clever. It's a, it's a, it's a unique way of paying off the way that this world works, the function of his powers yeah. and, and the eye of Agamotto. Yeah. It's, it's a very unique and clever way of paying all that stuff oh, off yeah. and tying it up. And, so, well, here's my take on the movie. Yeah. So I think the movie is a, a very run-of-the-mill like nothing, yep. nothing blew my mind. It's a very uh, competent visuals. It's a very competent movie yeah. story wise for most of it. Yeah, yeah but like I, I feel it. like uh, they were relying heavily on the visuals, which was really cool. Yeah, and that third act um, kind of bugged me. It, it reminded me of The Dark Knight, mm. where you have, um, I mean, obviously. Um, Caecilius isn't Bane. Yeah. Oh, the Dark Knight Rises. You mean Dark Knight Rises? Sorry, I was going to say if you're about to say something bad about the third act of Dark Knight. No, I'm no, no, definitely not. Jump across this couch. Um, where you have all this build up and you, you're following this certain villain. Yeah. And uh, he's kind of he's not as cool as Bane, but then all of a sudden at the end they just switch the flip. You know, flip the switch. Flip the switch or the script yeah. or whatever you want to flip the tables. I don't care. <laughs> there you go. And uh, then it's just this Dormammu, like a different character that. Yeah. They've mentioned, and the same thing with uh, Rajal Ghul's daughter. It's like, oh, guess what? This you weren't expecting huh. this, and it's. I, I don't like that kind of stuff. I like uh, a payout, a, you know, a payoff. Of and that that is fair. What I we've do, been watching this whole time. Yeah, I do think Mass Mickelson kind of goes to waste in this movie in certain parts. There are element. There are parts of this movie where it's like, oh yeah, that's some that's some prime Mass Mickelson right there. But there's a lot. There's uh, his character kind of ending up where he goes. It's like, eh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can see that. I, I personally, I like that he wins. Mm-hmm. Like that's the part of it that I like is that he wins. Dormammu is free. Yeah. Like, and and then it's Doctor Strange has to trap them in the time bubble to stop yeah. it from happening. Yeah. I think that's cool. Like he won. Like that was what was cool about it. I thought about about his character arc is that that's he won. True. I- you know? I'll, 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 I'll agree with you on yeah. that one. Uh, and then I love, I love Doctor Strange coming, going up there and doing the time loop thing yeah. of, of uh, uh, you know, Do- Dormammu, I've come to bargain. Like, yeah. And just great. dying over and over and over and great. over again because he has finally lost his ego. Yep. And he's just like, no, I just have to stop this however I can, even if it means I'm going to get murdered hundreds of thousands of times. Yep, 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 yep. I love that. And I, I love that as a character arc. I like that in the writing process of this movie, they actually, and apparently they didn't use too much of what they got out of this, but they actually went to a bunch of comedy writers to try and get that scene bumped up a bit. Dan it's Harmon. Like Dan Harmon was one of them. I think yeah. they had like three or four other people involved. Apparently they didn't really end up using any of that dialogue, uh-huh. but I like that they went out and tried to be like, we need to sell the comedy of this scene, so let's try and punch it up as much as possible. Right. I wouldn't uh, have liked it if they added any more comedy. You think? Well, I think, I think it would have been weird. It would have... Yeah. Not hit so well. Mm. Yeah. Like uh, if you watch the Guardians of the Galaxy two, uh, the first one yeah. when he does the dance off, yeah. like that's like a perfect comedy showdown at the end. Uh, you know how that ends because yeah. it's an undercut. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. 
And it's like, that's something, I, we didn't talk about that in Guardians of the Galaxy, but I do love that ending because it is something that you don't expect. Right. And it's not something huge like Dormammu. Yeah. Right. And stuff, you know. There's, there's a part of me with, with that part in Guardians of the Galaxy, just, I'll talk about it for a moment, then we'll move on, but uh, I, I, the, the, the undercutting it is one thing, but then it's also like, it ends up being like this really earnest thing where it's like, we need to touch each other and come together to yeah. make our thing. There's a part of that where I'm like... <sighs> it just feels so run of the mill for parts. Anyway, um, it ties in. They talked about yeah, it's it. a found it's family. Um, they all lost their family. Yeah, they did. I just I felt like it didn't need to be driven home that much. You know, I don't know. I think you're dead inside. I am. I am Scott. He not, he's redhead. He doesn't have a soul. I don't have a soul. <laughs> it explains a lot. Um, <laughs> that's why he wants the soul stone. <laughs> exactly. That's why I need the soul stone. Um, yeah. I, I can I can kind of feel that, um, but I, I I do really like the subversiveness of that scene. It's mm-hmm. it's kind of similar to the Mandarin twist for me, where I go, I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I love, especially with a comic book movie. I know the source material so much that it's very nice to go in and be like, oh wow, had no idea that was going to happen. Great, you know. Yeah. So I love I love the Dormammu thing. I love the Time Stone fight yep. right before that. I also really love the Soul fight in the hospital. Yes. That's a really good one, that too. Is, that is a great sequence. Yeah. Very creative. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And that's the thing is, like, I, I think that the movie itself is so paint-by-numbers as the a superhero story, yeah. story yep. of an origin story that it takes away from just how good the action scenes in this yep. are, how good and inventive and interesting yeah. they are. Very visually inventive movie. Yeah. Very. Yeah. And I wonder I wonder how much of that is I'm, – I'm sure a lot of that's Scott Derrickson – um, but oh, I, yeah. I wonder, you know, I wonder like how much came from like VFX people you, or whatever. Do like, you follow Scott Derrickson on Twitter? I think I do, but I don't really like. I don't check Twitter. Oh often yeah, that's true. Really... If if you if you know anything about Scott Derrickson's personality, mm-hmm. that's all a hundred percent him. Because really? he's like he's like a real like trippy hippie guy. Got it. Got um, it. so like that's definitely like he'll sometimes just he'll he'll tweet like. I don't know, like just like a regular tweet, yeah. just like a regular human being talking. And then yeah. he'll do another one where it's like this weird Tibetan, like, like he's just a weird guy. He's yeah. a weird guy. I don't know. I, I, I'm more tapped into to Cargill's sort of world because he, he tweets a lot about writing and I always find it interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I definitely, Derrickson, and that's the thing too, is when they first announced, you know, like that Scott Derrickson was directing this movie, Yeah. A, a lot of people were like, "Oh, who's that?" You know, like type thing. Right. But also like, "Oh, this is a horror movie guy." Like he does, he does mm-hmm. horror. It's kind of a weird choice. And also like people started wondering, like, is Doctor Strange going to be a horror movie? It's very similar to uh, the ca- casting of uh, Oh yeah, Aquaman and Shazam. That's what I was thinking. Was yeah. James? Oh, and Shazam. Shazam. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Oh, Shazam. That actually takes. There's a lot of really cool horror stuff. Yeah. in Shazam. That's yeah. true. Yeah, we can talk about it makes that on sense later. Yeah, we'll yeah. talk about that on a Patreon episode. Patreon. <laughs> Uh, patreon.com slash that might be cool you can find out um, but wow. uh, what, what, <laughs> this was kind of the first case of that though that would end up becoming this thing that start, has started to take over superhero movies which I think is good because the thing about a horror movie director is they are kind of by nature required to be very inventive mm-hmm. because horror movies almost always have a much lower budget yep. than any other type of movie yep. uh, but they need a lot of visual innovation to actually work and so if you're a director who has pulled off horror movies on a small budget that have managed to be inventive in any way, then it's like, oh, yeah, if we give you, you know, $100 million more money than you had before, you'll probably be able to find some ways to make this interesting. Yeah. Uh, Which has been the case with all three of those examples we listed. Um, But, yeah, I think that was the thing is, like, 
no one necessarily knew what was going to happen with this movie when he was when Scott Derrickson was announced as the director, mm-hmm. just because it was like such a weird choice. And for me personally, I I did with that in mind. I did expect this movie to get much darker and much weirder thematically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that was, I think, the biggest sort of disappointing part was how paint by numbers the plot was. Yeah, you know where it was just like, oh yeah, this is kind of Iron Man. You know, this is kind of Green Lantern. Like it's right. kind of just what we've seen before. Right. Um, also, I want to talk about Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch? Yeah. Oh, hi. I I'm am, Benedict I'm Cumberbatch. Purely American boy. I'm an American. Uh, <laughs> Did you guys think his accent was bad? Yes. <laughs> I think, not only do I think his accent was bad, I think his acting is very, very, very hurt by his accent. Yeah. Uh, yeah, his accent needed some that? work. I guess I didn't notice. Yeah, yeah so his accent like... needed some work. It's much better in Infinity War. That's true. It's much more natural yeah. in Infinity War. Um, first thing, and also, I mean, Benedict Cumberbatch, he was a good choice. <laughs> I remember when that first trailer for Doctor Strange came out, and the first, the first thing he says, like, is it's like a, a Doctor Strange voiceover thing, yeah, and I just, so I just American. went, "Whoo, oh, <laughs> yep. oh boy, that's that's a rough accent, buddy." Yep. Well, I remember they were talking to before he was announced. Stephen Strange. <laughs> before he was announced as Doctor Strange, the other people, the other names that had come up a lot were Ethan Hawke, uh-huh. uh, because I think he and Scott Derrickson had worked together mm-hmm. much before. And Joaquin Phoenix. Ethan Hawke, Joaquin Phoenix, and Johnny Depp was actually a name that was coming oh, up a yeah. lot too. Right. And honestly, this is one of the few roles that if Johnny Depp had been cast, I would have actually been like, okay, interesting, huh? Uh, which is weird because I hate seeing Johnny Depp in a movie. I, I was I was I I was definitely on the Benedict Cumberbatch train really like hard before he was even up for it. Wow! I was like I want it. I want Benedict Cumberbatch. He would be perfect for this. Interesting. And that's all I was thinking about. And then I was like I was like I guess I'll I would accept Ethan Hawke. Yeah. I thought for sure Ethan Hawke was going to do it. Same. I was like I was like that's who it'll be. It'll be Ethan Hawke. Yep. He's exactly the right level of star. Exactly. Like it's it makes perfect sense. Yep. He has a relationship with him. It'll probably be Ethan Hawke. And I think he looks the part more. Who is Ethan Hawke? I don't think way? more. I don't think you, more. You don't think more? No. I think I, when you look at comic book Doctor Strange cuz the one thing about Benedict Cumberbatch is he has an absence of a chin. He kind of has Voldemort face. I think he looks like uh, Marcus okay, Martin's Doctor Strange, which is who – that's the only Doctor Strange that I was aware of because that's – I'd only yeah. read The Oath. I guess he kind of does. Yeah. I still – I feel like whenever I see like iconic images of Doctor Strange, he's a very kind of sharp-jawed sort of kind of guy. Mm. And uh, and that to me is like Ethan Hawke. If if Ethan Hawke's got anything, he's got a jawline. Yeah. Uh, and he's also like older and uh, yeah. wizened enough to look like he's a very experienced surgeon. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I see it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like, just googled it. Yeah. I definitely <laughs> like Ethan Hawke. That's that's who I thought, and I was like, I would, I'm fine with that. Yeah. You know, I had accepted it. Well, he's uh, got the he's got the little bit of gray on the side of his hair. Yeah. So yeah. Like, you know, nice. Although know. with 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 Benedict Cumberbatch, it does give them a longer period of time. Although. I don't know. It's not like he needs to jump too much to be Doctor Strange. That's and, true. You know, dive. Well, there is that really great that really great gif of him jumping <laughs> for the behind the scenes yeah, yeah. shot of him like jumping so and not going anywhere. Oh, uh, so good. The movie making, you guys. <laughs> yes. The sequences of a. I like the training sequence in this movie uh, with with Baron Mordo and stuff. I also really really like when Mordo and Doctor Strange are working together. Yeah. Those scenes are great. And all the really trippy scenes I like yes. a lot too. Um, the, yeah. the, 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 like when he gets pushed, soul pushed for the first time and just loses his goddamn mind. That's, oh, I love that. Those are pretty cool. They're very creative. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah. Like acid 
trippy, you know. Yeah. yeah. There so. was yeah, there was such inventive stuff in here visually. There was I know there was a bunch of Easter eggs. I'm I'm trying to remember now. Like were there do you guys remember specifically any Easter eggs in this movie that were like dropped in some of those weird scenes? Remember there being like a character that was like teased in one of the sort of weird visions? No, that was in the weird scene in Ant Man. There, the, that's right. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's character was in one of those in yeah, the quantum realm. That's right. That's sequence. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed all this stuff. I, I really, I really like the sort of introduction of this universe, mm-hmm. and even in Infinity War, I like that they tapped into it a little bit. It also introduces. I think Doctor Strange is one of the best flex characters in this universe. Mm-hmm. I think him and Hulk are the two characters that are great. To throw into another story uh-huh. and just have there for a bit, like in in Ragnarok, right? You know, when, right. when that Dr. is, Strange. I love that scene. That's one of the most great, interesting scenes. Totally, because uh, I don't know. It's just it's so random, but it fits so yeah. perfectly. Yeah, I do. I also am very glad that they didn't put the oven mitts on Doctor Strange in this movie. Yes, I they honestly, look silly. They look silly, and yeah. there's no way to make those gloves work. And no one is missing the gloves when no. he's not wearing them. Like I no. like that in Infinity War, he just wasn't wearing the gloves. It would have been it would have been better if like because he doesn't wear them in the movie, yeah. you know, and then he doesn't wear them in Infinity War. It's just Ragnarok. Just Ragnarok. I I, I think wish, that was Taika just being like, <laughs> yeah. I wish. Like I'm cool with the gloves if they served like a purpose. Like he yeah. had to wear the gloves for something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just like hanging out wearing the gloves doesn't really make a lot of sense. No. I actually think they just didn't want to do the makeup on his hands. <laughs> Maybe that um, might have been it. Yeah, it's yeah. like this is a short scene. We don't need to do all this. Yeah, I, um, I, uh, I, I love. I like Doctor Strange a lot, and I love the world that it opens up because now you know it's going to lead directly into Shang Chi. Yes. Um. The, the, the these two movies are going to be very tied. I'm stoked um, for that. Tied together the way that yeah. uh, Guardians and uh, you know all the other Eternals probably yeah. are going to be sort of intertwined yep, a little bit for sure. Um. So, the Eternals also fun fact. Have you guys been to the Guardians of the Galaxy ride at Disneyland? Not yet. No. Nope. The Eternals masks are hanging up in the oh, in the halls there. Very cool. Yeah. Very right? cool. Right? Really dope. Um so so yeah, so I love I, I love this mystic, mystical side of the Marvel universe yeah. and I'm excited to see more of it. Um and I'm excited to get a sequel which gets brings me to uh, the the post credit scene yes. or mid credit scene, yep. Um, with the Baron, uh, the Baron Mordo, the, sinis- the Sinestro scene. Yeah, yeah, the Sinestro scene that you talked about. Um, that scene is my favorite post credit scene in yes. all of Marvel. I don't know if it's my favorite, really? but I think it's really good. It's my favorite one because it's the only time that it's a it is a setup for a sequel. Yep. That is not a setup of like a brand new character you've never seen before, like mm-hmm. the Thanos ending or whatever. Yep, yep. It's literally a setup for a sequel based on a character you've been following the whole movie and you know exactly what the sequel is going to be about. It sets up the plot line. It sets up what the villain is going to want in yep. the next one. And it's just it's literally the next one is just going to be Highlander. Like yeah. literally yeah. Doctor Strange 2 it's going to be called Doctor Strange, Sorcerer Supreme, and it's going to be a goddamn Highlander movie, and I can't <laughs> fucking wait. <laughs> I will say, well, so that is actually the post credit scene. Yeah. There's a, the mid credit scene in this oh. movie is a scene, is the scene that we talked about directly from, uh, from uh, Thor Ragnarok. Oh, right. That's right. Um, but yeah, it, that... That it one's also, weaker. That yeah, one. that is weaker. I, I don't like it when they just take a scene from another movie. Yeah. They've only done that twice. Three, I think three times. I, I, I'm, they I do it like for Civil War. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, they so a part of that scene. I don't mm. remember which movie. Ant Man. Ant Man. Yeah. yeah, and then they do it in this one. Is there? Do you guys remember? 
the a third wait no time? Civil War no sorry it's it's not Civil War it is yeah yeah Ant Man takes the scene from Civil War right I feel like there's another time I just can't remember it right now and maybe I'm wrong uh, but I'm not going to necessarily look through and find out uh, oh you'll uh, have to watch it, it just happened in Captain Marvel that's going to be a scene yep. that is a scene from Endgame oh, okay that's right yeah. that's right yeah. Uh, yeah, so maybe maybe three, maybe four, who knows. Yeah. But um yeah, I, I think that, that that scene with Mordo is great. And also, I mean like Chiwetel Ejiofor. Oh yeah. You've like we need more of him because oh, he's man. so great and I really like the character of Mordo. I have never been more amped walking out of a movie from a post credit scene yep. than that Mordo scene. Same. Really? I was very stoked about yeah. that. Yeah. That Mordo scene, I was like Oh, Sorcerer Supreme! I was just like, yeah. oh my god, too well, many also, sorcerers! Yes. Oh my god! Well, and also the the thing of the thing that got me jazz was like, oh, this is I can finally get my Green Lantern sequel. Yeah, <laughs> you know? that's true. I was like, oh, that's fine. I'll just imagine these are my favorite DC characters, <laughs> and that'll be great. Um, so, do you guys think that in Infinity War, yeah, is he the Sorcerer Supreme in that? Because no. his skills are up, and that's what I love about um, the character in this movie mm-hmm. is that. I didn't like it at first, but um, he is brand new, fresh to all this yeah. mystical stuff, and he has to just kind of figure it out as he goes. He can't keep one of the shields in a fight, you know. He has yeah. he struggles with his power, yeah. and I like that it starts off so small scale in this movie, yeah. And it like it doesn't do well, basically what Captain Marvel did in uh, you know her becoming a super thing, the, the greatest the greatest hero out there. Yeah, so yeah. I love how small they start. Um, and that'll give, you know, a little bit of room for him to build his powers. And so that's why I was, I was wondering in infinity War, I'm like, where is he at? Has he just been training? Is mm-hmm. he, he's not like the sorcerer Supreme yet, or is he, um, are we going to yeah, see think, his power? Yeah, he's definitely not the sorcerer Supreme yet, because I think the way they're going to play it in the sequel is it's going to be a, a, a title that he earns when he's the last sorcerer. It's just going to be him. And, um, I've never actually seen Highlander. Oh really? Okay, <laughs> it's, a good it's, movie. it's just going to be him and um, uh, what is his name? Chiwetelji for? No, 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 no. His assistant. Oh, Wong. Wong. Wait, Wong. 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 It, right, his right, name right. Is Wong. Benedict Wong. Wong. Yeah, his name yeah. is Benedict Wong. He plays right. the character of Wong. I like that. There's two Benedicts in this movie. Yeah, one I'm of like, them's last so, name. Is so yeah, so Wong. Name. Wong. Uh, I think it'll just be him and Wong left, and then yeah. th- that's why he'll be Sorcerer Supreme is because yeah. he'll be the only one left. Okay, so Highlander yeah. is a movie where it's like everybody playing King of the Hill. It's bu- it's a bunch of uh, yeah. it's a bunch of immortals that there can only be one. There can only be one immortal. I've heard that line a lot. They're they all like try and kill each other to get their power basically. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, now I am very excited, as you are. Not, yeah. not as Absolutely. much, but I'm like, that sounds like a pretty good. I hope they do it. Yeah. Because that sounds awesome. Uh, rising star for this movie. This is a tough one because it is a pretty established cast. Wong. I'd say it's probably Benedict Wong. Yeah. Dude, Benedict his Wong. character in the Deadly Class. Oh, oh I watched yeah. the, yes. the. You sent me the, the pilot. pilot, and I was like, he is amazing. Oh, Incredible. So good. Yeah, Benedict Wong is awesome. He yeah. was great in The Martian. He was he was really good in um in uh, uh is he in The Martian. Yeah, he, he plays uh, the JPL scientist. He's an incredible character actor. He like, is. He's oh, so good. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give that a rewatch. Yeah. yeah, but he's yeah he is like his. I think my second favorite role of his is in uh, uh, Deadly Class. Yeah, for sure. Oh, dude, that's amazing. Um, yeah. So he's probably a rising star. Who has the best performance? Mm. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch's I, accent. I think I think uh, I think I think Ejiofor. Take yeah, the take on this one. I think that's the closest one, and I, I think I think as much as I think his performance is really good in this movie, and yeah. it sets up a lot. It's not as meaty as I would normally want like a, a best performance to be, but at the same yeah. time, he is really good with all of his lines, and you do really feel what 
is character like the yeah you feel his entire arc yeah in this so yeah that's you're probably right uh yeah i i i like this movie it's it's a you know kind of middle of the road but also very competent right uh, i and it sounds like a bad thing but it but it is just so competent it's like competency porn like you're just watching (laughs) and you're like man they did a really good job making this movie like it's just it's just really good like there's, there's no like really like blinding failures yeah yeah like there are in some of the other ones yeah do you guys do you guys think that there was anything like world building aspects of this i mean the biggest thing obviously being the eye of agamotto and actually that's that's something we haven't talked about uh to rank this or to rate this MacGuffin, which oh. i guess is the eye of agamotto right i don't think the eye of agamotto it doesn't it? have anything to do with the the plot it's just well i guess it does what's driving end. our central conflict in this movie um, the pages and uh, the it's yeah. the uh, it's the, the pages from the book, the ancient pages. one, yeah. and her being yeah. her secret of yeah. drawing her power from it's the... char- It's what you like. It's more character yeah. based. That's true. Yeah. So yeah. so that's solid. That's that, that's a solid MacGuffin. I'd I mean, say, yeah. that's what I would say. Yeah. It was. yeah, I'd say that's a that's a that's a good seven or eight. Yeah, right? yeah. I think so. It's a good one because yeah. yeah, if you can't place it, that means it's a good one. Right? right. Absolutely. I will say that I do not like the design of the Eye of Agamotto. I think it's too bulky. That's fair. It's like a little too chunky. Yeah. That's like fair. I wish it was a little more slim, slim and, yeah. and, and smaller. Yeah. It's like real big thing. <laughs> just like he's just get wearing bling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's true. <laughs> Stanley cameo, uh, which is uh, when Doctor Strange and Kaecilius are in the reality bending battle in Manhattan. Uh, Stanley is obliviously reading the doors of perception as he rides a bus. He get, don't they slam into the side of the bus? Yeah. Yeah. They do. Oh, did you hear me? Yeah, not quite, but I mean, well, like I had that way down here. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, they, yeah. They, they they did they did yeah they like slammed inside the, the bus. That's a good enough cameo. It's, it's okay. fine. It's fine. It's like a six. Yeah, he's reading something. Six. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I think six is good because it's like it's a fun you know like the fact that he's reading the doors of perception is kind of a cool thing. Yeah, them smashing against the glass. Right. Very there. similar to uh, his Captain Marvel. Yeah, uh, Just a little less. Yeah, meaty. I, didn't, yeah. I didn't think about that, but yeah. yeah, I noticed that. I saw the picture on your phone there, and he's yeah. reading a. You're sitting on a bus reading yeah. a reading a book, yeah, reading something, yeah. a newspaper. I, I do think <laughs> his Captain Marvel one is the best one. Yes, uh, it's like we're we're so far down the road, but also, yeah, I think it's going to be hard to beat that one. I can't think of a single cameo that beats that one. No, um, the only the only one that beats that one for me is uh, it's not an MCU one, but it's the one in Spider Verse. Mm. That's the only one that beats that yeah. cameo. That's yeah, that's fair. That's fair because yeah. that one also just makes you want to cry, right? Um, the, and I do every time. <laughs> every freaking time. <laughs> um, I think the Eye of Agamotto in this, introducing that in this movie, I think this is the best way an Infinity Stone has been introduced because it, it is so relevant to what is happening in the movie uh, and it doesn't pull... It's not a, a the orb. It's not they're trying to all get it. Exactly. You know? It's just a thing that happens to be part of the plot. It's seamlessly in there. And then when it turns out to be an Infinity Stone, you're like... Oh, cool! Yeah, I love you how know. casually they mention it too. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's uh, it's got the time stone in there, I, and everybody goes, oh, you guys, yeah. you guys remember remember when everyone, including myself, was convinced it was the soul stone? Same, yeah, in the eye of Agamotto. Hundred percent. I was I was shocked when it turned into the time stone. Same. I was like, that's so weird. I so never weird. would have thought that. Yeah, yeah. The soul stone. Multiple times, people were convinced the Soul Stone was going to be something because they thought first they thought it was the Eye of Agamotto, and then everyone was convinced that the Soul Stone was what like created the vibranium, the the meteor that crashed into the Earth that created vibranium. Oh yeah, a bunch of people were thinking that was the Soul Stone. I thought it was going to be a Black Panther because they he goes into the Soul. 
Exactly. Yeah. Right. He, yeah. He goes into Realm the, the, with yeah. the trees. I and thought I was like, I, I said in a podcast, I thought it was going to be in a, a knot yeah. in a tree. Well, because that would make yeah. sense, right? Like you go into the land, whatever they call it, the the yeah, with the soul the people, yeah, with the people who are so, like, yeah, that would make perfect sense if it was there. But yeah. it not being there was another fake out. But yeah, uh, like very interesting um, that that. Yeah, that it was the time zone. Such a strange choice for this. Yeah, I thought I thought for the longest time before they announced Ego, I thought that they were, it was going to be uh, Kang was going to be the villain of Guardians Two, Ooh. and that's how they were going to do the time stuff. Gosh, Kang the Conqueror. They He's need a to time intro- traveler, is he? Yeah, huh? they need to introduce Kang so that I can get my Young Avengers movie. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> or TV show. I'll take. I think one. they should do Kang in the third Guardians movie. I, I still think he'd make a great Guardians villain because he could make uh, uh, he can make them all go back in time to the early 80s and uh he can show them footloose and all that stuff like in on earth yeah yeah like that i think that would be fun like the guardians like it'd be like the voyage home like the star trek voyage home movie mm-hmm. um all of them in the 80s like uh, learning or 80s pop culture stuff <laughs> i don't know yeah i 100 percent. i think yeah. it'd be dope um well that i think that does it for dr strange yeah uh this this movie is pretty good and we've i think we've all discovered there's a lot of great stuff that we love about it yeah some some stuff that's not great but I, there's yeah. nothing terrible about this movie. Yeah, right I actually it's, came out liking the movie better than i did before yeah <laughs> i i feel like that's the thing with this movie is it's yeah. it's it, in your memory it's always worse than it actually is yeah. and then you watch it and you're like oh there's actually a lot of cool shit in this movie yeah totally 100 yeah. percent yeah. Uh, yeah, no, so that, that was a, a fun little discussion. Scott, where can people find all your stuff? Uh, uh, I'm at Scott Corelli on Twitter, and you can find all my podcasts at DuelingGenre.com. Amazing. I love it. I love it. Chase, where can they find you on Twitter? I don't know. Somewhere. It's High Speed Chase. Uh, and then you can go to Patreon.com slash That Might Be Cool if you want to support the show. Chuck in a buck, and we got uh, extra content, a bunch of podcasts on there and stuff like that. You get early access to our episodes as well as uh, the exclusive ones that we record while driving around in the car and doing other various uh, activities. Um, and uh, you can follow us on social media, the show at That Might Be Cool on any platform. You can follow me at Jason Halftones, and uh, we will see you next time for whatever the next movie is. Bye. That might be cool.com. You never know. <laughs>